Osho the one toe deep in carpet? Yes. <laughs> what color is it? Uh, I I think it's brownish gray, white. Oh, Probably nice. Gray. Is it the color of dirt? No, it's not. Is it the color of dirt? No, it's a little bit browner, a little bit lighter than dirt. It's not black dirt, that's for sure. It's brown dirt. Brown dirt, it's gray. yeah. Brown, you know, gray, gray. Hmm. Okay. Sunshine says it's gray with spots of brown in it. Oh, okay. Then that that'll hide the dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, we don't want it to be dirty. Or at least not to look dirty. Before and after. And it has uh, doors in the front? Yep. Oh, okay. We're going to show you another one we just did today. (laughs) Wow. You've been busy. Oh, you have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) None of this lying around stuff. You have no idea. You're at the salt mines. We call them the saltine mines. Yeah. It's worse than that. Hello, everybody. I am Eric Hudzik, your host of Money Sucks. I am on the line with Osho in the Midwest doing some beautiful things around the house. I just uh, was talking to him about the uh, – and doing it, doing it on the cheap, aren't you? Oh, that's the only way to do it. That's the only way I like to do it. And <laughs> and and people should learn, or it's fun to learn how to do things on the cheap. And sometimes we can't have what we want because we can't afford it. So we go out and make it and go from there. Just amazing stuff. I saw some pictures and, and the things that you've done. Um, it's just just amazing. Like I said, on, on eBay, we can get, we can get twelve hundred bucks for that. You guys saw it, and probably the uh, well, you've kind of talked about the tire, the tire ensemble. We're talking about uh, all this furniture that you put together, and you kind of had a price in your mind. Did, did you have a, a number? No, not really. I I just do it for the fun of it, and for around here, and for sunshine. Just amazing stuff. Can I ask you real quick? I, I'm curious. I love. The, um, for lack of a better word, I don't know what to call it. The planters, very modern looking, and you use P- PCV and you put it on a uh, cool piece of, of of wood, and there's I think laminate on the wood. How did you attach the PCV to the wood? Oh, they're not attached; they're just balanced on there. Uh, the wood piece is a piece of uh, laminate. Let me think. Kitchen laminate that was a damaged piece, and they were selling it very, very cheaply. And I purchased it, brought it home, cut the square with my saw, got a little bit of trim, put it around the outside. So it's actually a a piece of trim from Menards that they pretty much sold very cheap, almost gave it away. Just, uh, just, uh, just looks so cool. You're, You're saying those those things are just balanced down there? Yes, I uh, I cut them square on the bottom so they don't fall off. Of course, if you're knocked into them, they might fall off. But it's like if you have fine glassware on your table and you knock into it, it yeah. fall off and break. Yeah. So, it, but and you can cut them any size. Do it, your imagination just keeps you going and and go from there. We made can't remember what we made, and they were really nice. They were smaller, 
and I, I made a half a dozen or so, and we gave them away. People wanted them, so we gave them away. They're really nice out of that same laminate and the same type of wood. In fact, I remember one, I got a trophy, or what did I get? I can't remember what I got, and I made the laminate with the trim around it and put this piece on it that I got as a gift. And it looked really, really nice. It looked very professional. Very cool. I know a lot of people at this time of year before the holidays, they do some stuff around the house and to do it on the cheap. And one of the cheapest things that, well, not one of the cheapest, one of the coolest things you could do with the house is get a new, new um, carpet. And uh, mm-hmm. I know hardwood floors are all the rage right now, but they're a pain to keep clean. So carpet, <laughs> so carpet in, in that way is, is a nice uh, replacement. Now, Carpeting, I know, is uh, kind of an expensive uh, thing to do. Number one, when you talk about carpeting, do you think you should, um, uh, when you see it and you, you don't like it for whatever reason, uh, trying to clean it? When, when When is the time to say, you know what, I can't clean this anymore, even professionally? Have you, have you, have you tried professionally on, uh, uh, ever on a carpet that uh, you really liked the job that they did? Uh, I never tried it professionally. We uh, attempted to do it semi-professionally. We rented a professional cleaning unit, uh, again, from Menards, and we went over the carpet, and it was surprising, surprising out of me how dirty the water was. And I know it was our clean water when we put it in there, but we had six cats, and as they got older, they got a little bit more, oh, they forgot where their potty dish was, and so they went yeah. on the carpet. Yeah. And, and it was time to change it. There was a slight odor starting to, to come on it. But otherwise, if you get it professionally done, I think it would make your carpet last a lot longer. In fact, we surprising that you brought that up, Eric, because we just got new carpet in our house uh, about a week ago. And it was time for new carpet. And when they pulled up the old carpet and they rolled it up, I took some out to the trash and boy it did smell it was very very dirty and another thing that i was very surprised about is where they put the seams at on the old carpet the dirt went through to the padding but of course the dirt couldn't get through the tape where the seams were and all those seams were clean and the padding on the floor was dirty well we had it for 20 years so we we got a good workout with it. it it worked out very great yeah, 20 years is a long time. By the way, everybody, Menards is a hardware store in the Midwest. Just to clear that up, that's where. So you have wherever at your uh, area, you can go to your hardware store and rent one of those machines probably. Um, okay, yes. so let's talk about avoiding a money suck while you're uh, changing out your carpet. So you you the cleaning route is not going to work. It's either worn or it's just beyond like you said, the smell, it's just too far gone. So the first thing you got to do is get a, um, a good price. What, what would you do? Would you go right into just Google it and say, Oh, the first one up uh, that pops up, uh, go get their carpet from them. Cause they must be the best. Cause they're the first one that popped up. Well, I, I went to Google, like you're saying, and I searched the different carpets, but if you do it online, it's hard to tell the the thickness, the how many threads per inch, they don't tell you that. They, you don't know the backing. You don't know what the foam is like. So it's a little hard to do. So then I went to the big box stores. What what kind of big box store is out there in the uh, West Coast? Um, you've got the Home Depot. you got Lowell's. 
Okay, those are both good ones. They're just like Menards. The only reason I go to Menards is the closest, so I go there a lot. So we went to Menards and Home Depot and Lowell's, and we looked at their carpets, and we saw what they had. And uh, the thing that I did not like, uh, they do not install them themselves. They hire out carpet installers, and so you're not getting a person that is connected with Lowell's or Menards or the other kind of stores. So we weren't real happy about that. And luckily, in town, there was a carpet company owned by a husband and wife, and they've been there for a long time. And actually, they were referred to me by our church, and our church just put in all new carpet throughout the whole church. So we went over to that store and were able to touch and feel and find out how many threads per inch and et cetera. And we, the, the price was great, and the man was a man that has done carpet all his life, but then he started his own business, and his name is behind the carpet, so to speak. You know, he, he's got to do a good job. He's just not going to do a job and, and then leave. So we're very happy with the price that he gave us. We're very happy with the labor and the installation. It worked out real well. If you're trying to save money, I don't know about the Internet that may or may not work for you. It's so many times it's like bait and switch, and you might not get exactly what you thought you were getting or wanted to get. Uh, I don't see anything wrong with the big box stores, but uh, I think if you can go locally, it did cost us a couple more pennies, but really it was pennies when you get right down to it because yeah. we got a better carpet for almost the same price, and we, we know it's installed right, and the man will come right out and fix anything if anything goes wrong. We found out the, there's a 10-year warranty. You do have to clean it every so often to keep the warranty up, but that's all the better for me. I'm forced to clean it now, so that that's great. I would go local if you can. All right, makes sense. And um, is there any way to? Because basically, you hire the you you go out there, you get the best price that you can, you find one that you like, um, and then you just let them do everything, right? And that's it. Well, not really. They charge you for everything, as you put it. The word everything is uh is it's a little bit of a misdemeanor uh what happens is that they charge you for taking out the carpet they charge you for dis- disposing of the carpet they charge you for taking out the padding they charge you for taking out the staples and they charge you if you have furniture on the carpet because it's all labor and time so we moved all the furniture we pulled all the carpet out we pulled as much padding as we could get out, but the staples to get out was just too much. So we had them take the staples out. So we made made money on moving, not made money, but saved money on moving the furniture, taking out the carpet, and we disposed of the carpet ourselves. Take out the padding, we did disposed of the padding ourselves. And so we we saved a lot of money that way, and I was real happy with that. And we could put that money towards a better quality carpet. And that made us happy also. And Sunshine is just really happy with the carpet now. Well, that's important. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is very important. Uh, so so nice. I I, I couldn't believe um, – I, I always thought you just have them do it. But you can actually do some of the work. Even if you're – let's say you're not a handy guy like you. You're making your own furniture. A lot of people can't make their own furniture. I know you can't believe that because you're such a handy guy and you're so uh, imaginative. You're, you got such an imagination, but some people don't. Um, if you were to suggest to people that don't know how to do a whole lot of stuff, 
Um, I'm guessing, well, one thing you would say is probably clean out the room, like move the furniture, right? Would you suggest that yes. to people to do? And how about taking out the carpet? Are we talking, is it a big job? Is it a two-person job? Well, we were lucky enough to uh, have someone explain what to do when we took out the carpet. If you take out the carpet, it's one great big heavy piece. Uh, so you cut it down uh, into slices, and then you can roll it up and take it out. It's not that bad at all. Uh, if you have a great big piece, yes, it's a two-man job. Get a sharp knife or cut down where the seams are, and you can get the carpet out easily. Now, another thing I thought of is that when they took out the carpet and the padding, I took it out. But when it's gone, they actually vacuum everything around the whole carpet space. They vacuum it up with a professional vacuum. That was nice. They got all the dirt and all of that debris off the floor. And then they took an odor killer and they sprayed the whole floor before they put the new carpet and padding down. And so that was a great thing right there also. And they, they did that. And that could you hold, hold on, I, hold, hold on. I'm sorry, but I want to make this clear. So they have an, they have a formula where it's not like a Febreze that covers odors. It's something that blocks odors from forming in the first place. Well, it, blocks the orders that were formed and it dispenses them almost like Febreze, but it, it makes them neutral because we had the cats, like I say, and we told them where the cat spots were and they could see. And so they sprayed a lot on that so that that odor would not come up through the new carpet. And it's a professional grade like cleaner for, yeah. or odor eater. Odor eater. And I like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. It's, yeah. It's professional. Now, they also had knives that were very, very sharp. And I said, where did you get those sharp knives? Well, they got them wholesale at a carpet place, and only the carpet people could buy them. It's like going to the beauty store. You can't get the professional things from the beauty store unless you're a licensed beautician. And same with the carpet knives and other supplies that they have. And they, they stretch the carpet really good so you don't get the wrinkles and the, the bad places with that. And it was surprising how far they could stretch the carpet with our carpet structures. And they worked really hard. There were three of them. They worked, I think it was about three or four hours, and they did a beautiful job. It's just really nice. But one little catch happened. This carpet was slightly thicker than our original carpet, and a couple of the doors are hard to open and close because they drag on the carpet. Now, that's not a big job for me because I'm going to take the doors down and I'm going to cut a like a quarter inch off the bottom of the doors. But a person that might not be able to do that. And so that's another thing you have to think about if you're getting really thick carpet that the doors may not open or close properly. Oh, yeah. Talk about a money suck. So you don't even think about something like that. You get this installed, then you got these doors. And if you're not handy, you got a, yeah. you got another you got another job or you got another uh, bill coming up because yeah, somebody's got to right. do it for you. You get a carpenter and he's got to take the doors out. He's got to cut the bottom and he can't cut it in your house because sawdust get all over. He's got to probably take the doors to a shop. And that's a big, big money suck right there. But I can do that. That'll be no problem. <laughs> I like it. I can do that. No problem. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Uh, project from start to finish. Uh, we're talking about money sucks. But what about a time suck? How much time does it take? How many days would you say? So first, I, I want to know how many hours. And I'd like to know how many days. Well, for the carpet, that's that's very tricky. I'd say the average person would take two or three days to do it. 
And these gentlemen came in, three of them, they worked about four hours. So three times four is 12 hours, total man hours, but they knew what they were doing. They came in, they didn't have to redo everything. So it may be three or four days, but if you can do that, you, you'd save, you save a lot of money. You save at least a hundred dollars a day or even more probably. And um, how many rooms did those guys do? They did a great, a big, great room, we call it. And yeah. then they did a big, big sunroom. One was 17 by 17, and I think the other one was 17 by 10. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, something like that. They didn't do the whole house. They just did that, that part of the uh, house. And that, that's where the, most of the uh, travel was and the uh, traffic was. So that's all we had done. Now, right. getting back to to the hardwood floors, they are awfully hard to clean. You have to dust them every day. You have to get down in all the corners because dust goes everywhere. In fact, in my day, all the homes had hardwood floors. And the front rooms were something like 10 by 15. So what is the first thing the homeowner would do back then is buy an 8 by 10 rug or an 8 by 12 rug and put it down. <laughs> Cover it. And they just, yeah, they just had to, you know, swish around the, uh, the the edges. And, of course, the furniture, the sofa, and different things like that would be on the edges. So hardwood floors were in a long time ago. Then everyone went to carpet. And then now we're the trending are back to hardwood floors. And I'm sure they're going to go back to carpet soon. I, I've seen people put carpets on their front lawn. They called it turf. And that seems to work out real well, too. <laughs> instead of using like uh, out in the West where they just have gravel in the front lawn. So I think we're going to go to everything artificial pretty soon. Artificial engines in your cars, they call those electric cars and everything's changing. Electric airplanes, electric, whatever. It's a wonderful world. It's a great time to be alive. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're going to change the, uh... Uh, subject, uh, and I, I love this next subject. I think you know what's coming. No, I don't. Surprise me. <laughs> it won't surprise you at all. Oh, we're going to talk about Bitcoin. I told oh, everybody what I've heard about them. I've heard about Bitcoins. <laughs> All right. No, we're we're going to give total transparency here. Everybody I told Osho about, he's he's the man when it comes to making furniture, to saving money, to uh doing amazing things um physically, but um he he didn't know much about Bitcoin and I said you got to invest in this. You got to invest in this. And um he finally did, and I want to tell you Osho that you're almost made 100% on your money. A hundred percent. Where else can you get a hundred percent on your money? Hmm. Mm. Not bad, huh? You know, you know, I, I, that's like a double-edged sword because you haven't really taught me completely the Bitcoin. And so when you say I went that far with the money, almost a hundred percent, I'm thinking, well, maybe I should put more into it. No, maybe I should have because it's a scam. So I don't know what to do, Rick. What should I do? I know what the answer is. Go ahead. <laughs> You know what the answer is. Well, then why don't you do it, young man? It's just, it's an exciting time. For instance, um, well, two days ago, we could have said nobody in the whole world lost money investing in Bitcoin. Two days ago, we could have said that. Now, the last two days, it went up and went on down a little bit. So the last two days, if you invested, well, guess what? You would have lost and you would have been sad. But 
everybody else. Where else can you have an investment like that? There's no such animal. It just doesn't exist. It's just an amazing investment. So everybody pretty much, except for, like I said, the people that put money in the last two days, although those people that put the money in the last two days, I will um, bet I'm not a financial advisor, but I will bet they're going to be just fine because it's going to go up from there. It's just an amazing, amazing investment tool. It's just incredible. And it's, uh, it is a, uh, a new store of value. It's, 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 it's incredible. It's just, uh, can't say enough about it. And I hope that everybody, um, gets on that bandwagon and learns all they can about it and buys and sells with, uh, Bitcoin. Maybe get some for Christmas. That's what I'd like to do. And, um, I'd like to get some. <laughs> Too, but I will definitely uh, definitely give some because it's just such a neat thing to uh, do. So, um, yeah, just just an amazing ride. It's been incredible. What's the latest? The latest news? I want to tell you. More people are investing. Oh, American Express, American Express. You know the credit card. I'm sure you've heard of it. They're mm -hmm. actually got. They bought a company, I guess, where they can uh, buy and sell Bitcoin. So they're even getting mm. in on the. So it's it's getting mainstream, and it's weird because all the invest, all the um, institutional money, they're no, oh, and you know what else I learned that's interesting. And they said this was happening, but they had no proof. They said, oh, billionaires, they're they're loading up on it quietly, and uh, they're not talking about it. And sure enough, we're finding out now all these billionaires. Oh yeah, we've been we've been collecting, but we didn't want to move the market, so we went really slow. And we did. They know how to they know how to move them or not move the money so that they can get the investment in. And then they'll tell you, hey, by the way, I did invest in Bitcoin. So, you know, they don't tell you. Okay, talking about moving the market, and you say the Bitcoins are very high now, right now in their value. Yes. Now, that would be a bad time to buy, wouldn't it? Don't you want to wait till the Bitcoin drops and then buy? Oh, oh my gosh, you got the secret formula. That is what I tell everybody. Wait for the dip. How low will it go? I don't know. But when when it's in the red, that's the time to buy. When it's in the green, that's the time to either keep holding on to it, or if you want to make some profits, take some profits. Hmm. That's a that's an interesting choice, and you never know what's going to happen with the market or with the Bitcoin. Whether you buy and it goes up, and you buy and it goes down. But it seems like from what you tell me, the trend on Bitcoin is up and up and up regardless of the little dips that they have every so often. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what was the best time to buy? Well, a few years ago. <laughs> After that, yeah, you, you know, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, now, if you get into it, you're you're not too late. I want to tell everybody you're not too late. Um, like I said, investment, um, big institutions are putting their money into it. But retail has not yet. I talk to some people and I, I say Bitcoin. They look at me like uh, like I'm crazy. What? What are you talking about? They have no idea about it because it's not in the mainstream yet. But now mm -hmm. that it hit the all-time high, we expect more and more people are going to hear about it. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to want to get in. They, they call it FOMOing in, FOMOing in, meaning fear of missing out. <laughs> they don't want to miss out. And I don't blame them. I wouldn't <laughs> want to miss out either. But don't be too late. And uh, in some ways, you, you missed the all-time high, which kind of stinks, but uh, still might be something to do. It's just even if you put a little bit aside and just hold on to it, 
And maybe if you need to get somebody through college in a few, uh, many years from now, <laughs> you will have no problem doing that. I don't know. Or maybe you can buy a house. I don't know. But it's very interesting, and it's, it's just a fun, fun time to be alive. Well, you're talking me into it slowly here, Eric, so I'm going to look into it a little bit more, and maybe I'll be buying myself a few Bitcoins. Well, there you go. All right, everybody. I think we're going to call it a uh, show. Uh, Osho, thanks once again and telling us about uh, carpeting and because people are, you know, it's it's that time of year where people do the uh, uh, house makeover for a company and all that. Now it's, you're getting kind of tight, but maybe you can get it done um, and then uh, save uh, money along the way. Thank you, Osho. Mm -hmm. You're quite welcome, sir, anytime. And I'll be looking forward to next time we talk to our, our listeners. All right. I want to thank Osho for being on the show. I am Eric Hudzik, your host, and also Terry Finnegan for this beautiful music. Mm -hmm.